Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pathfinder's Abomination Vaults, second edition. We are in book one, and we had last week crit cards galore. Bless you, Spiegler. Suffering the deafness, permanent deafness. And I reached out to our resident rules lawyer that helps me in Age of Ashes, Joe Gibson. And he's like, nope, they're screwed. No, really, Joe, help me out here. He's like, oh, sixth level healing. That's, that's a lot of money. So I did find a solution. All is not bleak, but we're going to play it out. So as you guys head back into town, what uh, what's the first thing on your mind? What are we going to do? with this big tall dude like he can't hear us all he wants to do is follow us around we don't even know if he's paying attention hey hey can you guys tell uh in yasmara to get some lobster ready for me i'm almost uh we're almost back to town <laughs> need to get him fixed up but he's not even paying any attention i'm gonna poke him with my staff i'm gonna guys knock him no? in the shins uh, okay how about no poking him? You might anger him. Ah, I'm just going to make faces at him. <laughs> what are you doing? Obvi you goofy, obviously, goofy uh, a dwarven uh, mating ritual. You keep your distance. So, <laughs> um, what is what do you guys do? There are taverns, worksmiths, cleric, archive. I mean, technically, uh, Cognuel has been living in town for two years now. I've lived in my town for like 20 odd years and there's stuff popping up that i had no idea was right around the corner so i'm not gonna say you know every nook and cranny but uh we're assuming that cognol is sort of at our dusk walking elf champion and our dwarven monks sort of um mercy we could uh we could also go ask Kilino, the market proprietor because i am a uh... you go see his buddy uh, he's like i'm his buddy like i know him because i've also been spending some time in in the town for the past little while running errands for buddy uh Kielino. okay so do you know what first folks <clears throat> you know the market first is? folks we got to decide do we have the cash to fix this dude well i was gonna say does rin possibly have any way of doing this spell to help him because i'm friends with her let's go find out or let's go to... So you guys get... Hey, we go see Kilino. <laughs> you guys get, like, to a corner, and he keeps going to the market, and you guys left to go see the star girl. Because <laughs> obviously, the communication, there's a breakdown, you know? <laughs> um, so heading to the market, okay, and heading to... You guys could split up. You know, one could go with him, and one could go see her, and you guys can possibly, you know, make, you know... Or one of you could drag me to Ren or something, I don't know. Yeah. Well, since we have the big clout who thinks he knows where he's going, I'm just going to follow him. Okay. Even though the player is secretly trying to give you consent to drag him off of character, he's... Okay, you guys just fall in line. Oh, no. You go, buddy. No, no, you oh, got no. this. Thumbs up. <laughs> I'm going with him. Okay. Sam hasn't said where Bella Luna's going yet. Oh, I see. They're going back to the splitting. I'm going to stick with my thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So... Um, let's, let's start with Bella Luna, who heads down to, um, number 12 <laughs> on our, our map here. All the colorful, ta all the colorful tents and everything, the Otari market, right alongside you guys, because technically you're going to the same place, but it's only when you get to the market that, um, you guys sort of veer off in different directions. So good news, you're not too far apart. 
And um, starting with Bella Luna, you get to see um, Rin. Now, that's not R-Y-N, as a popular in Japanese anime. It's W-R-I. Sivinx. Sivinxy? Sivinx. Yeah. <clears throat> S-I-V-I-N-X-I. Sivinx. Sivinx. Yeah, Rin. We're on a first name basis from now on, because like I can remember your name either. <laughs> you find her with a customer. She is poring over astrological charts and in a heated, not debate, but sort of philosophical discussion with what looks like a giant rat. A giant rat wearing clothes. A giant rat wearing clothes with a pair of eyeglasses perched on its nose, speaking accented common and not correcting, but debating what some of the glyphs on this map that he is trying to sell her and up the value for and hence make it, you know, sound more valuable than it is. Mm. And you walk in. I'm sure, my fine furry little friend, that you know your craft, but undoubtedly when referring to the cosmic care and she just goes into a bunch of stuff that, you know, invokes uh, knowledge religion role. Um, would you welcome Mr. GM Rob Hammond, our Starfinder GM, our Cadaver's Cog Steampunk First Edition player that have been working a whole bunch of stuff behind the wings for us. And you know him, of course, as Dolgan Truthseeker, our paranoid uh, dwarven bard NPC from our Age of Ashes podcast. Rob Hammond, thank you for joining us tonight. And Good evening. would you describe said rad folk for him? Well, he's, he's not very big at all, um, but he's built solid. Like there's a wide body, short, short arms. Uh, his fur is gray and black. Uh, the clothes are very simple, but it looks really strange because I have a shield strapped to my back. And then I have two large pouches on either side uh, with a mace, which I'm not really hiding. I've just kind of got it resting on my shoulder because it's human sized and I'm just a little over four and a half feet tall. I'm not, I'm not very big at all. And I, as I take the glasses off my nose, I just kind of shake my head. Well, the cosmos being what they are, but this is what it's worth. Very well. I suppose I can spare. Now, any actual map generically in the core book used to be 50 gold. I'm assuming it's like 50 silver. Um, but she knows that, like, she is a stargazer, you know. Um, I will give you 10. Take it off your hands. Could you possibly part with one of your symbols of the cosmos? And we'll call it even? Hmm. She says, well. Like, I pointed the one she's obviously probably wearing. I'm like, that is. Well, not the one around my neck, but let me see. No. Let, let me see. Okay. Anyway, so she drifts off and starts going through cupboards, leaving you alone awkwardly spotting a dust-walking elf champion at the door. And here's your chance to possibly interrupt, Bella Luna. I will just go over and kind of take a peek at the map that he was selling her. I, I start to put my hand up and I look way up. Hello. Hello. I take my hand away. You're interested in the map? It isn't sold yet. I'm just looking. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll step aside and let her take a look. I mean, it's on the counter. And then I survey her. What, does she, what do you look like, now, Bella Luna? Now, now, Bartimus, she says, we are in the midst of a negotiation. It is not fair form to try to un undercut an old uh, friend and business associate by jumping old at habits a die hard. possible. Yes, I suppose. Well, I, 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 well, if you can get me this, if you can get me something that keeps me much more in tune, I'm 
The visions do come, but I think if I had a symbol, it would be better. Mm. Hello, Bella Luna. We walk the same path. She uh, goes right over top of them and just drapes it around like they're a couple, like he he bought it for a pretty, pretty woman. Anyway, this beautiful, ornate, but like it's finely crafted, but it's made of cheaper material kind of thing. So it's like a beautiful wood and inlaid as opposed to like solid silver and be worth But the craftsmanship is definitely spot on there, Barnabas. And she drapes it over your head and droops, drops it right on you and going, so she says about to clap. Oh, I, I, I dust off my hands and I stick up my little rat hand. Yeah, of course. Excellent. So Bella Luna, she says, coming around the desk and rolling up the parchment that she just purchased. What can I do for you? The rat does not excuse himself. He just sits down at the desk and nope. just starts go- I just, <laughs> goes around. I just lean right on the counter. I just look. <laughs> I was just stopping in to see if you might possibly be able to assist one of my comrades who it seems has gone deaf when we went to explore for you. Well, being deaf could be a blessing. You not have to hear all the things that are going on around him. It is not a blessing for us. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Bartimus says, oh, where are my manners? Bella Luna, champion of, and she just, she purposely mumbles and does not say the pantheon or God's name that's outside of her beliefs. You know, like she just mumbled like type of thing, it's, it's, you know, of the type of thing. Um, may I introduce you? Bartimus, Oracle of the Cosmos. She says, they're like delighted. A little bow. Bartimus Valentine Nagata. You can call me Valentine. I wink at her. So, he says, about your friend, whom might I ask should this be? And did you need a portable solution? A drinkable solution? A evening astrological? Maybe a drinkable solution if possible, and it's Kraga. I must warn you, dear. She she, she leans in says, not that I wouldn't give an awesome down-to-earth price, but anything that is that, shall we say, far more expensive. And again, she blurbs the god's name, Saren Ray, um, and the archive, you know, mm-hmm. on the other side of town. Oh well, my, look at myself. Hurt. What, a, what a terrible, you know, business model, she says. Like, she's literally shooing away a customer, right? I didn't think it would hurt to stop in and ask. Oh, you have business there this day, don't you, Bartholomew? Would you mind... Bella Luna, uh, Bartimus has not arrived by... Second, would you like to... Ex- excuse me, I, I, I know where I'm going. I'll take her there. Indeed, she says, and gives Bella Luna, like, a big wink, like, you need to help this guy. You get lost. <laughs> like, kind of thing. I'll just nod. Thank you for your assistance. My pleasure. Well, we can at least travel together. <laughs> My absolute pleasure, darling. Um, so, anyway... You guys head out of the tent? Yes, I know the lady is waiting for me. I know. And I kind of put my head down just for a second, like, give him a shake. But. Yeah. You guys head out of the tent. And meanwhile, backing up time, several moments, Mr. Cognul, Mr. Kraga, you guys track down Kraga's uh, buddy. What was his name? Kilino. Kilino. And what does Mr. Kilino do for... He's the proprietor for the market. Yeah. So... Currently, he's solving a parking problem where you have, um, remember how there's a delivery service that our elf works for? Mm-hmm. The couriers are bringing a wagon of horses and they're trying to back it in amongst the tightly packed tents 
and you know something's broken down or knocked something over and now a vendor is complaining about cost damage and the courier's like hey i was i'm just supposed to deliver these boards here you know it's not my fault you know i was told to back up right here this is the place is the address you know that kind of thing so he's arbitrating you know between this uh little um afternoon traffic jam so yeah i run up to i like run up to Keely, you know and just push the like the stupid courier out of the way and i i just start looking at him i'm like pointing at my ears i can't hear i can't hear anything where do i go what <laughs> i can't understand what you're saying stop yelling in my face <laughs> he actually looks at the dwarf and just kind of like sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry do you got a minute can we is there somewhere we can talk or are you busy do you need some do you need a hand but you gotta tell me in like hand signs okay uh he says <clears throat> mm. well actually he turns around right and announces to these gentlemen that they can sort it out or my big friend here will sort it out for you and fearing damage to goods wagon and more tent damage because mr orc is not only yelling and shouting and waving his arms around the guy's freaking huge they're like we got this we got this sir so sorry and they just back off and go back to their work and he's like oh, hey, that's not so bad <sighs> enduring friendships eh are you just gonna leave me hanging eh Eh? Eh. Does it get to your death? You're, just, <laughs> just, you're not answering. And, uh, all right, let's sort you out. Anyway. Oh, Mr. Noel. He says, I didn't see you standing there. He smiles looking down at the dwarf. It's all good, my friend. Just been paying attention to the parade. I see. Bonehead here got himself into trouble, and he's deaf in one ear, and he can't hear out of the other. Ah, that's funny. So uh, you want to tell me what's going on with uh, with the big guy? It's okay. No. He starts yelling at the orc. Joe. It's okay. Whoa, 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 the dwarf whoa, whoa, will whoa, whoa, tell me whoa. everything. Yeah. Whoa, uh, whoa. Don't listen to Flippy McGee over here. I'm telling you, he's deaf in one ear and he can't hear out of the other. Yeah, I laughed. It sounds like it. No, no, it's real. The man is deaf. I laughed at the joke the first time. Yeah, okay. No, no. Okay, so why don't you head no. over to the archive? <laughs> what are you bugging me for? I have, uh, I have work to do. <laughs> all the right, orc, all right, right. but I don't. I'm just gonna point at him. Okay. Point at Kager. Okay. I, I, I pull out my my uh, money satchel and I like show him how much I have and I'm like, how much you got? Thirty five silver pieces. Okay. I'm like, oh, that drew like, it up on the hill. On Ask face. me if I saw you to to, to pull the twenty five silver that you owe her. You don't want to piss off a druid, man, because you got to pass through them trees to get to your you know rendezvous swamp. And have you seen the new Witcher movie? Plants are freaking dangerous, man. Well, maybe uh, I don't know what you're saying to me. I'm saying the DM is. <laughs> is this enough? The, the DM is, is going to relieve you of 25 silver because you brought out your pouch. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to start pushing Craig towards the door, going, "Thanks, man." Okay, no, he is your friend. You trust him. He will pay the druid the money you owe. Remember the 30 silver piece that was five, and we forgot, and I held you going. If it's more, I'll just shake you down for it later. Yes, I was trying to do it smoothly. <laughs> Didn't come out so smooth. So uh, yes, <laughs> I was gonna continue that debt for a little longer, and then dude, you got a tab at one and the other. That's not like this going for as, as soon as that was the deal, man. As soon <laughs> oh, as we yeah. figured out the rule, we fix it. You know what I mean? I mean, um, you don't want me to like. I do have some items as well, though. For, we have some war hammers from the dungeon. I was hoping we could sell. Oh yeah, okay. Okay, because we're at the market. So he takes the gold. He ta Kilino takes the silver pieces, and I'm like, "Well, shit!" And and then I remember we got some stuff, and I start pulling out this these two war hammers. Uh, were they masterwork or regular? 
I think they're just regular from those uh, those weird I, goblin troll dudes by the forge. Yeah, I think they were beyond masterwork. Yeah, I think they were like legendary. Uh, oh, Corey, just trying to up me aside. No, Corey, honestly, I honestly <laughs> legitimately think <laughs> that these things were oh yeah, yeah, worth a fortune. And no, um, yeah, a couple of platinums. Yeah, we yeah. Have a couple. Uh, we have a couple elixirs as well. Those, um, those mifflets. Well, anything magic, uh, he would have to identify and then take that cost of paying a wizard out of them, and you know, type of thing. So, you know, if you just, um, he's probably the end game guy. You want to go? One second here. So, so you guys have those weird, um, the martial melee web, the bludgeoning uh, hammers. Right? The Warhammers? Okay, so these would sell at the market for, like, brand new, would sell for 10 silver, right? Now, because of their origin, like, exotic maybe get more, or the fact it's just not a trusted supplier because they were built by MacGyver and MacGyver, less. Um, again, I gotta probably, um, maybe Rob, get Rob to look this up. Yeah, I'm making a rules lawyer already. Um, usually, selling something, you only get 50% market value. Because they'll make no profit unless, you know what I mean? So let us assume two warm hammers gets the party, not Kraga, but the entire party, 10 silver for two, right? So instead of saying five is yours and Are they of any specific quality? No. And are they in like are they in good like are they in usable condition? Yeah, they're, like they're not they're, are they sharp they're, and ready they're, to go? They're not broken, they would sell for ten silver. But then they'll get half. Yeah, that's why I figured. Uh, okay. Unless they're in high demand. No. High demand. A third. Maybe. Um, so anyway. Rob, uh, lie. Hang on. S Spiegler, your background is connected to this guy. Do you get any discount or any kind of percentage edge from your background with him? Because that's usually why a character has a marketplace background is like to get goods faster. It doesn't say Super. in like the description, but we could like do a roll or something like that. Well, what what does it say? Like, what's the what's the dice I'm, angle? I'm uh, I get like the hobnobber. Yeah. Feet. Oh, from... okay. So you get a feet. Okay. So what does the actual feet give? Yeah. You? Uh, I'm still learning information through conversation. So I can gather information. Okay, so something uh, half as long as normal. Yeah. Okay. So like instead of um, wandering around town blindly, like Sam finding out the best place to sell said weapon, right? In two hours, through your contact, either sell it to him or he'd say, "Ooh, I know who needs a hammer. Go to the blacksmith." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're saving time with this feat, not necessarily money. Um, however, uh, he recommends you go to the blacksmith. And he'll give you, you know, because you're known, like, you know, you drop his name. He'll make sure that he doesn't haggle. You'll get your guaranteed 50%. Because usually they'll start at like 30 and try and work so through it, you know. I assume you like write, write down like with some charcoal or something like blacksmith. You hand it to me. Oh, I explained the dwarf. You're on your own. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're holding up money and you're holding up hammer and you're going back and forth with them like, yeah, one or yeah, the other, one yeah. or the other, right? Anyway, he takes your money, right? And he takes out 25, right? And then makes druid and trees and mm, bad, right? Pay that up. So take 25 gold out of yourself, Spiegler, because like I said, you're you're to the game. Or, and I'm just saving you time instead of like going to the druid. You can hand everybody, everybody knows everybody in this town, right? So that debt is settled. So now you're on par. So if you guys want to go to the blacksmith, at least you'll get five silver per hammer. But you don't have to do that right away. If you want money to heal yourself, then yeah, that would be a right away. Okay. So for ease, 
uh, unless anyone wants to try to use diplomacy to influence, because even though you know him, you're asking for roles, right? Is he having a good day? Is a bad day? The two of you can still tag team him, get into some role playing with him, and not necessarily expect it for free. The dice decides. See how that works, eh? So if you boys want to hang out with him, no. Okay. He will. All I could do is intimidate. Okay. Or use lore Otari and talk about like how close we are. Okay. And his. Well, just because you're not trained in diplomacy doesn't mean you can't try. Anyway, uh, but you do know that, like I said, the guy knows what he's talking about. He has no interest in hammers today. We have no bananas. Off you go to the you know, the blacksmith, okay? Yeah. Okay, so you guys are on your way to the blacksmith, and you cross across the market to do so, and you run into your elf, who is toting along this... What are you wearing? Unmute. I'm going to fix that shortcut. Uh, just wearing um, a gray and black cloak. Like, it's gray with black border, hooded. Uh, underneath, a uh, simple doublet, uh, leather pants, boots. And as I said, I've got a large pouch on either side yep. that I kind of keep to the front so I can reach my hands into them. I've got a metal shield on my back, and I'm carrying a human-sized mace across my shoulders. And chattering away, too. Like, oh, look at this. And like, every time I see something, I will comment on it. I've been doing oh, that to you, Bella Luna, since we started walking. That's cool. So you're doing, you got the big mace across your shoulders like you're carrying the yep. waterboard, the, the water pole, right? Da, da, da. Okay. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm just under four and a half feet tall. All right. Uh, my fur is uh, black and gray as well. Okay. So uproll these two. And they are? A dwarf and an orc. I know. It's, it, there's no tavern. There's no joke here, but it's still curious. I kind of stop when I see <laughs> the orc. <laughs> I just... I, I looked at I look at both of them with like this worried look on my face and I'm holding this war hammer in one hand and a bag of silver in the other and I'm looking at Bella Luna and I'm like shaking my head and then I'm like blacksmith blacksmith <laughs> <laughs> he is a full orc he's not a half orc you know maybe he's uh, new to the uh, adventure blacksmith yeah no he's, he's he's speaking fluent common yeah but I kind of cocked my head at that just... are these your friends. Yes, they are. Fair enough. I don't, friends of friends. I take a I take, I, I, I take a deep bow and introduce myself. My name is Bartolomeo Valentine Magado. You can call me Valentine. The quick nod. Friends is such a strong word. The orc right now can't hear you. So if I tell him he's any number of bad things, can he read lips? He might be able to. I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> then I shall keep my thoughts to myself until <laughs> I know him better. And I smile at the orc, big, big, goofy grin, and I have sharp rat teeth. The whole nine yards. I know. We don't want thinking people thinking that you took that cool feat about uh, giant <laughs> And I thought our goblin friend no. was ugly. I don't have... <laughs> ugly? I point at me. Me? Well, you call those anyway. fangs? Look at these. Nope. I just looked at him and said, he can't hear anyway. Well, he's, he's not at a line since he saw you big teethy grin. And then, you know, he's, 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 a, he's a tooth yeah. guy. Um, however, there is like passerby that start patting him on the arc going, yes, blacksmith, that way, shut up, that way. Like, because he's still, ah, blah, blah. You know, like, passerby, like, yes, or Mr. Orc, over there, blacksmith's over there, pointing, you know, because everyone can hear the orc in the middle of the marketplace. Is there a road sign somewhere that says blacksmith? Uh, <laughs> no. It's probably here in the marketplace. Usually there'd be a sign or something pointing. Well, there, you, nice you, you guys are in a marketplace that's all tense. It's a pop-up marketplace. Yeah. So it's a bit of... I look for the smoke. <laughs> That would indicate where the blacksmith was. Yep. Uh, Cognul Dwarf, did you just keep on walking? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I continue on over to the blacksmith. Okay. Oh, 
I've been standing there, you know, quietly leaning on my staff. Okay. Just watching the, you know, whatever. And I'm going to poke Craig in the shins again and go, come on, bonehead. And uh, we'll head over towards the, the blacksmith. Oh, and while I'm on the way, I'm going to go, Luna, you're bringing the rat dude with you? Are you okay with a slight detour? I just give a big smile and, of course, we'll end up there eventually. I have to get there. I just can't say I'm excited to go. (laughs) Well, um, Cognul, do you want to explain that you need capital? Hence, our blacksmith-obsessed hammer-carrying orc. Well, heading off to the temple eventually. Well, we're just going to head in our direction, and as we're wandering away, I'm going to, you know, motion to... I'm excited because I can look you in the eye. I mean, it doesn't have enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, our goblin? (laughs) You got to look down on him. <laughs> I am uh, going to, you know, nod to Barnabas and go, Cognul, uh, my pleasure. Oh, most definitely. And we'll just carry on our way and maybe make some conversation. What brings you can always stop for a cake over there if you're really not in that much of a hurry. I mean, him hearing can be changed any time whatsoever, or possibly oh. a glass of water. Let's let's no? not go there. Let's get the guy some hearing because if we don't, he's going to drive us crazy. Fair enough. Okay. So we'll just you know just make some small talk. You know what brings you to town? Yeah. Are you ships in the night? Where you guys or are you guys towing the line and everyone goes off to the blacksmith? Right. Yes. Well. Okay. I I just think she's she's awesome. Like a dark elf. I'm like yeah, I'll follow that around. Okay. Dustwalker elf. Yes, the cosmos sent me here. (laughs) I've seen pictures of them all in the dark recesses of my mind. I'm sure I have. How did you miss the deaf and dark? Really. Oh, it's a sign, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. He's standing right. And I just he's, he's standing right on that sign that says baked goods. That's what t- caught your attention with the cake. But okay, that's uh, what he is. Oh. He's baked goods. <laughs> Makes sense now. You guys get all nicknames based on marketplace signs. Watch it. Off to the blacksmith you go. Okay. Picture the scene. Here's a blacksmith. You know, quietly leaning. Got a little time in his hands. You know, just waiting for someone in the back to fill an order. Talking, chewing the fat with a local having a pleasant conversation with a fellow commoner and in busts a loudly protruding orc, a quietly eye rolling champion elf, a side grinning for someone who doesn't say much carries a lot of presence because you don't know if you're going to arm wrestle or break your furniture monk and this darting everywhere eyes and talking to everything and everyone like he already knows them rat folk all come in and start talking or explaining why he's yelling at once okay and just to shut you guys up he pushes 10 silver across the table after you guys go through this big rigmarole takes the hammers and, and just points at the door just so we get back to his conversation with, with jimmy the lumberjack <laughs> but hey your marketplace contact didn't lie. He gave you fair price, 50%, get the hell out of the shop, takes the hammer, gone. So, Is there any chance for a little more than that? It seems that you're, I don't see many of these in, in your shop. Could we possibly get another couple silver? And who might you be? My name is Bartolomus Valentine. I'm new here, but I have an eye for certain things. Did you pick up the money, Cargo? And I know. No, money's still on the counter. Craga, did you pick up the money? He smiled, nodded at you. Without you hearing a thing, took the hammers, put the money right to the edge of the counter. Do you pick it up? You're you're deaf, Same not up. mute. 
I felt yes. I will. You like Bar- Bartimus's hand touch my wrist as I was about to pick it up. Okay, so yep, I just yeah. The dwarf nudges yeah, you. As, as I, as I, okay, and I said I'll use my diplomacy. As I said, I mean okay. we're traveling through these parts and we're trying to help everyone around here. It doesn't pay to take more. So we need a little more silver for our friend. Do you know? So could you possibly see us another five? Would, would it be safe to assume, Jeff, that maybe I might have a connection here? Since I've been around for a while, possibly. Like I said, you can you can jump on the eight another diplomacy train. Yeah. And also, kind sir, I would also guarantee anything unique we find, we would give you first option to buy. Considering I'm the only blacksmith in town, that's very generous. There are other people who will buy it, and I I know I motion to, just like he should know what the symbol on that I'm wearing means. Uh-huh. I point to it, and I will roll my diplomacy now. Okay, Bella Luna, this uh, this guy with you near party. He going into the, we is, are together, is, and he's going to go into the swamp with you. I don't know about that yet, mm. but I got a fifteen. Okay, but I'm pretty personable. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- no, trust me. This this man instead of just booting you guys out, turning to someone for confirmation, that's him totally warming up to you. <laughs> At least fifteen, a much. Uh, Cognul, can I have uh, your say in the matter and a diplomacy role to influence? Oh, I got a fifteen. Oh, well. that was Cognul. Sorry. Okay. What about? Uh... Did my not show? Hold on. No, no, it did not. Well, okay. d- did you see a 15 as well? I must have read his at the same time as his. Oh, you clicked and you saw the first thing that popped up. There it is. How about a 23? So. I am suave as hell. But 24 with his help. Uh, you know, the new um, the new Aiden Other is not 10. It actually starts at 15 and might be as high as 20. But it is a success. So, as I was saying, Bella Luna, this stylish, handsome, pearly white toothed rat person bow 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 with you and your party and is foolish enough to go now he's like trying to talk the rat in out of joining you because <laughs> he likes him so much all of a sudden right <laughs> going into that dredged swamp where be ashamed to like dirty those nice clothes nice shield by the way you know how much you want for the shield oh i, I, I can't talk the shield um, all right well anyway as you can see my my diminutive stature every now and then i need something to hide behind I don't like to use people. I'll, uh... What about you, Cognul? You vouch for this guy? Absolutely. Absolutely. I smile. Absolutely. That's worth an aid and other. <laughs> I forgot to ask the dwarf for his role doesn't count. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I could spare three. Maybe you missed the hammer section. Any, like, beyond the shovels you can't see from your short stature. You know? But politely... He does have hammers in here, after all, and he'll spot you an extra three silver for a total of What's 13. The ge- Remind me of the gentleman's name. The um, the blacksmith. I was pointly. Thanks for that. Mm. <laughs> the blacksmith. Okay. You don't do know. I you know don't know. Until later notice. <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay. Yes, so, you do. do. Do I know him? Yeah. Uh, okay, so. I can look it up. Uh, 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 that's okay. You don't have Chad to. Chad Gusterson. Me, but, I, but if I know him, I. I'm just going to motion, you know, and step down the counter a little bit and, you know, move a few steps. And I'm going to go, how about we split the difference at four? Uh, technically, splitting the difference is um, is three. His name is Vol. Vol Rajini. Rajani. Vol. Mm. We've done a lot of business. We'll bring you everything that we've got. I don't know. The show's only been running for a couple of months. And there's all those weeks yeah. we missed. Well, let's just uh, say yeah, making a friend yeah. now is much, much better than making your friend later. Uh, well, you know, I've been around for a while. Okay, well, 
the dice are cast, so to speak, Mr. 15. So, like, I, I appreciate the extra nudge nudge, but really, three's the best I can do because since that damn light in the lighthouse been acting up, people are, let's just say they're not running around hoarding and buying weapons and black, you know, that type of thing, waiting for an apocalypse. They're more concerned with um, carpentry goods and, you know, like lumber and stuff, boarding up windows and things. I uh, I turned to Bartimus and I'm like, thumbs up. And I'm like, thank you, Ratman. I can't wait to learn your name when I get my hearing back. I will say, I will say, Kragna, that, you know, the little rat hand comes out, stops you. And there's a bunch of me, 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 and the guy thinks about it, talks to the dwarf, confirms the bell, Luna, and then shoves three more on the silver. And now there are glistening 13 silver. Let's not let yeah, them get cold. He immediately goes like <laughs> to the top of my books. You're my favorite blacksmith in the entire town. I'm the only blacksmith in it. What are you people talking about? No, I mean Bartimus, because I, I... Oh, okay. I, I, I you can reach him on the head, right? Yeah. yeah. Hear that yeah, shit? Yeah. No, no, I, I bow. Like, I understand what you're doing. I'm like, I nodded yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the coinage. Like, yeah, yeah. Anything I can and, do to help. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, it's 13 silver. Uh, now, the orc has paid his debt to previous healing. So, do you guys have like a party money or... It's just all, all cash goes through Kraga because he's the least likely to get robbed. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, party hammers, party money, 13 for the party, not necessarily for the orc, unless you just want him to hold it because he's the biggest problem right now. Well, we do need him to get healed, so all money's going to go towards that at the moment. Fine. So for argument's sake, so we don't lose track of it, Kraga, put 13, you took 25 off your guy, 13 back. And now where do you guys want to go? Because like the dwarf and Vol are still in it, they're like way down the counter, and there's 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 Noel just totally like dwarven style, just relentlessly chipping away at this guy. You know, and the guy's like, no, 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 it's killing me. No one's buying weapons. Everyone's buying like carpentry hammers and stuff, man. It's like you know, thirteen's the best hey, I can do. Where did uh, where did Kilino say we gotta go? Cogno. He, uh, he said you had to come here, sell the hammers. Yes, he sent us here. <laughs> But first, we asked him where I could get it, he, where I could get my hearing healed, right? And then he told Cogno that, and then I had the idea to bring up the hammers. Oh yeah, he, he told it. Yeah, yeah, he did wave at the archive, you know, the library slash. It's okay center. if you forget, Corey. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I absolutely forget. <laughs> it's uh the archive. Is what you said? Yeah the the Church of Serenray, the library that doubles as an archive for the city. Yeah, this beautiful voice in your head, Cogno, just. Tells you and you remember. Yes, I think we need to go to the archives. That is where Ren suggested. <laughs> okay. Mm. So, um, heading to the archives. All right, I'll follow you guys. Let me back out of my map. Number 18, the three blue structures off to the bottom left, the west, southwest, right on the ocean. And the winding path that goes straight up a cliff to a graveyard. That is the Dawnflower Street that takes you to such a love. The Dawnflower Library, that is so aptly named. You guys are greeted by a familiar young acolyte. Very nervous, blonde, half-elf. Brings you inside, asks what you guys all want, and takes you to the appropriate, you know, starting with our orc. Okay, needs healing. Okay. Right, right, over, right this way, you know, I'd like to be with you. Me yeah. no here, me no here. Oh, yes, yes, of course, no. And, and he turns to his side to, like, no one. He goes, yes, darling, I was just getting to that. Um, I understand, the man. Um, 
anyway, I can help you. And sorry, the rest, are you all need of aid or do you want to see the library? Like he addresses you all. Like uh, I, I, I take customers. my hood down. Yeah. Take my hood down. So I believe Yasmira is waiting for me. Yasmira. Oh. Sheepishly. I'm like, mm. it's the first time I've quit talking. I'm like, yeah, I got to open up to my test do, now. Do you, do you mean the lady that's always at the crook by the bridge? Well, I thought she was here. Uh, I've not seen. I was told I could meet her here. She hasn't been in today. Then I'll wait. Put my hood back up. Okay. <laughs> Nervous now that he's dropped the rogue guildmaster's lobster chef, you know, entrepreneur. It's name. Supposed to meet him at the temple. <clears throat> hmm. Uh, and the dwarf. Just actually, um, just so you know, I was trying to see if my mentioning the name got a rise out of the others. I know where she is, but I was trying oh, to Oh, yeah, see yeah. No, I totally did. I'm, like I said, I'm just playing into it, dude. Yeah. I just, so I look at the others after I say that. Do they react at all? When I say her name. Oh, the orc might just... Well, actually, the orc doesn't hear you. Oh, shit, the orc's deaf. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to help. Oh, well. The other the other two are stone cold. Fire and miss. As soon as this guy gets ears, he'll start... You see Yasmiri starts salivating about a lobster. You know, the other two are stone cold, man. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but he does ask you what everyone wants individually. If you all claim that you're just here to heal our orc, then they, he asks the three of you to wait. And he takes our orc into the back to see Acolytes. And you guys, you know, ask about the library and such and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> anyway, you learn through paper, parchment, or, you know, you start putting out silver. You know, you, you have like seven. And they're like, yeah, times ten. With their hands, like, you know. It will cost 70 silver pieces for them to cast and ask Saren Ray to restore your senses. Do you have so yeah? 70. I just I, I just <laughs> empty my whole pouch, yeah. 23 pieces, 23 silver pieces. Okay, and then yeah, you like sign to us like how much more we need. So, to you, need a, you, need, you need a total of 70. So, yeah, so we need 47 more silver pieces. Yep, yeah. well, Luna Cognor. Okay, I take it you're adventurous. That is correct, in a way. Fair enough. I'm a child of the cosmos. And I'd be willing to loan what little money I do have to your cause if I could accompany you for a while. I don't have an issue <laughs> with you joining us, Cognul. Cognul, dudes wants to buy into the party. A tear forms in the dwarf's corner of his eye, but other than that, he says. Acceptable. Well, I add my 32 silver pieces to the pile. And I do have eight. You guys ever see... Um... Spaghetti meatballs, and there's the security guard. Get back in there, tear. You know, I'm a tough guy. Just, the man wants to pay to hang out with you, Cognol. It's a dwarven dream, buddy. <laughs> it's a little tear. <laughs> Suck it back in. Okay, so 23 from Cog from Kraga. Another eight from our elf. And I've got 32. I figured it out already. Oh. Let me. We need seven more. Let me, see. let me get. Let me get to my acubus over here. And uh, <clears throat> 23 plus eight. Plus, how much do you have, uh, Barty? 32. 32. And Mr. Cognul, can you spare us seven? I will I will kick in the seven. Okay, please take them off your characters immediately. More bad news. I just mentioned, I, money comes and goes. Yep. Use it where it's needed. More bad news. Good news for Rob. We're actually using the XP uh, system for this, Rob, not Milestone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, bad news, I had been doing it terribly wrong. You do not. You do not have what you know, I don't think you have either number. I have to redo, but I'm just saying I finally got it figured with some help from Matt and Joe, and I had a, made an assumption about a chart 
and it was just one of those out of the mouth of babes. It's like, oh, wait a minute. So yeah, I got it now. I'll do the math. You guys are not second level. Sorry, not even halfway, but we'll have those numbers to you before next week. But moving on. So you guys drain the coffers. Just out of curiosity, how much silver, if you don't mind me asking, do you have left on you, each person? Or has this made everyone broke? Absolutely none. I'm broke. Broke. <laughs> I love our private Zoom chat. Spiegler's filling it with, yay! Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> you really thought we were going to make you run around with a negative two perception? Like, Sorry, buddy, don't pull credit cards. <laughs> Sucker. All right. 64. You have what? 64. Still? Mm -hmm. What about paying unless, for paying for your kit and all that stuff? Well, unless I'm, you did the sheets. Oh, you know what? <laughs> what? What is your gear value? Like, did you have 150 a minute ago? No, I did not. Oh, okay. I had 71. Okay. Uh, but let me just hold on. No, that's fine. I mean, you got second rate gear. That's all that. No, he's a monk. He hardly has any gear. Uh, yeah, I was going to say he wears pants. Right? Yeah, but there's uh, he wears pants, right? We hope so. Um, his um, uh, is his gear is like a platinum, three gold, three silver. Like his everything he carries is dirt cheap because it's all utility gear. So yeah, no, mm -hmm. it's legit. All right, Mister Moneybags here. Feel so sorry for all of you. <laughs> all flat broke. I, I I was surprised when I looked to have seventy one. No, no, it's yeah, it's it's but, legit. At, at a glance, I'm just looking over your gear. It's all good. Okay. Good thing we got the dwarf around to pay all our debts. Yeah. Well, you come into the back, and they they tell the young clerk that he should, you know, he should have a go to see if he's... So it's kind of like an intern? No. Uh, a young med student? Uh, hmm. He seems very unsure about his skill with Saren Ray. However, he does, after the other clerics and Archivist's urging, sit you down on a chair so that your like shoulders are at like head level with him because he's just a slender little half elf and you're huge right and um he uh you know starts pulling quarters i mean silver from your ears until you pay the 70. Ah, nice little trick hey ta-da i used to do parties now and then you see him throw his head back and you know mutter the word but you don't hear anything right uh his voice must be like when he throws into it and actually prays must be beautiful songstress majestic unfortunately you missed it though i must say even the dusk elf you know is god smacked jaw open and, and again shedding a tear the most beautiful prayer you guys have ever heard in your life and then suddenly there is that ringing in your ears and ringing in your ears means you can hear something and then there's that sort of fade back in you know where uh Everyone's asking, did it, did, it, did it work? And, and uh, Echo, yeah. echo. How do you feel? The young man asks you. Oh, I heard that. Excellent. It seems Saren Ray has answered our puts Puts a hand on your shoulder and says, I am so glad that, and that Saren oh, Ray... Get, get away from me. I mean, the magic, all of it, this is making me feel sick. I need to get out of here, but thank you. <laughs> Thank you, but I gotta get out of here. I, this is too much. Well, that's awesome. So he just runs to the door. So the guy, the guy can pound back tubs of gone off lobster. For the record, 
you know, in a seedy bar. But, you know, one one chummy touch from a golden boy half-elf and the whole library and smell of books and everything, and the guy just runs out the door. That's awesome. All right. Well, he can hear. It's a miracle. And he can run. Look at him go. What do you guys want to do? Thank the uh, half-elf for his aid. You're welcome. Um, I'm sorry. If I, did I not introduce myself? My name is Brother Davros. I believe we met at the Druid Circle. I believe, I believe so. Yes. I, I, uh, I cameoed in Clinton's Core Classics and have popped up in Dice before. Just formerly a cast member, now an NPC. I don't think the GM really knows. He just keeps calling up on me because he's got this voice on. You know how it is. And uh, you know, you guys go on your way. Yes. He's kissing your hand and, and like holding the wrist. Very schmoozy, right? Very, very charming little half elf when he starts, you know. And then he looks beside him like someone's yelling at him and he just drops your hand. Like, oh, sorry. Yes, dear. <clears throat> Strange fellow. So, um, hey, you know what? We can not only can Cognil here, Kraga, but the whole town because, you know, there's that running. And there's the echo right off the, um, the uh, cliff. You know, yay! Thank you. I can hear <laughs> clearly now. Yeah, go, man, go. You got this. <laughs> the, I can hear clearly. <laughs> the pain is oh, gonna an actual orc uh, sound. Yeah. Oh, you sound majestic to yourself. The the, the the town's like, oh, we're being invaded. That's a war cry. You just like the sound of your voice. Just your voice. You're like, I got yeah. my voice back. Yeah. The villagers begin to run. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's just Craig again. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> aren't you supposed to be abroad in the swamp fixing our problems? Okay, so a little time passes by, and you guys find yourself, funny enough, in all places, at the Crook's Nook, where you guys fill up on what? Water? Breadcrumbs? You're broke. <laughs> Cognul's not. He can fork out a little to get us something to drink. <laughs> That's what you get for jingling when you walk, dude. By the way, I owe you all. I will. I promise. I will get you back. Don't you worry. Just stick together. We'll we'll get through that swamp, and I promise I will get you all back. Swamp. Well, I love how he says. Get I have no idea where we're going, but sounds good to me. He says, "Get you back and not pay you back." I'll get you back. You know, just don't sleep, and you'll. You... <laughs> Let's say pay you back. Just just pointing that out. You know, orca mentality. Well done, Speak. Sorry. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> So, how does it fall on me to buy the drinks? Because you're the party den mother? Because you're friendly and kind and want Papa to Because st start lottery will get you everywhere. Starving meat shields don't <laughs> hold up against the hordes of, right? <laughs> you do the best backflip I have ever seen. Oh, oh, oh wow. listen oh, to this. Dude. Well done. Praise me more. Let's okay. So, <laughs> scene fades. Sorry, Bartimus. Uh, what was that? Uh, I heard you. I actually heard your voice for once. <laughs> yes, reintroductions by all means. Oh, it's good that you can hear me now. As I said, my name is Bartimus Valentine Magato. You can call me Valentine Bartimus. And he right he on. will sound better next week when we get his microphone. Yeah. <laughs> A pleasure to meet you, my little Valentine. Well, I thought that you I take a half step back, but I give. Sorry, what's that? <laughs> That's just the way he said it. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, I need a drink. Role play amongst yourselves. Don't don't forget we're live. I need a drink. That's gotta come out of me some other way. 
We actually made it to the bar, correct? Yes, we have. Perfect. So in the process, I will flag down a waitress. Round of drinks for my friends. Thank you, Cognol. Thank you, Cognol. Absolutely. Well, friends, we are now for a good long time, and I sit up a little chair. Cheers to Valentine joining the party. Everybody can clink glasses. Everybody glass. <laughs> Huge. Oh, don't mind my size. I was small amongst my tribe. Oh, average amongst my tribe. But these <laughs> tusks, ah, no one had bigger tusks than these babies. Ah, fair enough. There's always a marked tribe. So, Valentine, why did you decide you wanted to go with us? I get a little quiet when you say that I kind of look around and I put my hand on the symbol. Well, I kind of go where the cosmos directs me. And uh, you, all stuck out. you all stood out to me. Therefore, it's in my best interest to travel with you. I have certain skills. I know a few secrets of the way the universe works. Then I smile. Fair enough. Well, I'm glad you decided to join us. A drifter like you must have some find stories. Well, I can tell you stories of where I came from, or where I'm going. But it's much more fun to tell stories about where we're going, or make them up as we go along. When you look out there, there's so many options given to us. And I said, he, I, if you don't stop me, I will continue to proliferate about So the scene pulls back out from you guys trotting along, making hedges bets. Are you going to spend the night before you head back into the swamp tomorrow? Do you want to head in the swamp tonight? Hey, nothing like a little night uh, under the stars, you know? Might find completely different monsters. Or <laughs> completely different dangers. You guys want to bed down? What is the plan to head back now that we've gained a minute? No plan. We're just, we all retire. I think <laughs> a night's rest would be good. Yeah, I think your idea of panning out and us just kind of <laughs> listening to Bar Valentine prattle on. And, oh, we're not into and, the show here. I'm panning out, but I'm asking that, like panning out from the characters. But I would like to know. Oh the no, players. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean the show. Yeah. I just mean yeah. And then we'll go to the next morning. Okay. I wake up and I can hear the birds chirping, and I'm like, okay. oh, that sound. But before we do, <laughs> I'd like to come the scene back down to Rin by herself, gazing up into the night sky that evening while the party slumbers blissfully, and she's looking funny enough, comparing one of her astrological charts with the very one she just purchased from Mr. Valentine. And she sighs to herself and looks and contemplates the cosmos, the cosmic caravan. And she says, oh, young Bartimus, you still have such, whether it's here or- I tingle like somebody walked over my grave. <laughs> He's in the middle, he's sleeping in the middle of the night, he starts shifting. And the birds chirp and sunlight comes crashing in and Kraga wakes up at dawn which means you all wake up at dawn because Kraga woke up at you see where I'm going with this <laughs> you could be three inns away when Kraga awakens you know crashing out the shutters and eh, the whole fucking is never actually asleep he's just always like half awake with his meditation <laughs> that, that I would buy uh, there's a great scene in one of the Alex Salvatore books where they he goes old school and introduces these 20th level characters that have settled down and started a kingdom, and he and it's a lovely homage to like first edition AD and D. And the monk sits on a roof, and he has a trap. He's taken fresh tiles and laid them lightly on the roof behind him, but they're loose. So if anyone tries to sneak up behind him, the tiles will slip. And ninja or not, you know, you put any weight on that, they go flying down. Very simplistic idea and a very effective alarm and trap and uh, i'm just wondering where would a dwarven monk 
meditate. What's a prime? Looking at this map. Boulder, possibly. Just have a look. We got... the... We're looking at the map of Otari, correct? Yeah, like we got. There's cliffs. There's out on a dock and looking over the ocean. There's, uh, you know, he just rides the log flume all night long. <laughs> <laughs> just on the sidewalk, right in front of the building. The edge of the trees, right. up in the up in the circle. What's you know, what's a, what's a dwarven monk place here, or is there even one available? I'm not sure that there's one available yeah. here, but I would very likely, if I could find a flat top roof or something as high up, but I wouldn't want to, stra uh, to travel far from my friends. Okay. So if I could find a balcony or a perch on the roof, somewhere where I could easily access. Okay. D then that's just, where I would be. Just, just curious, like, you know, something, something nearby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And definitely with an earshot of, uh, you know, Craig is, uh welcoming the morning. Oh, absolutely. Throwing open shutters, right? And the rest of you guys get up. So a few hours later, after having your morning meal and reconvening, getting your gear together, do we plan on heading back past the Druid Circle, where Craig is actually thanked for paying back his debt? Come anytime. If you don't want to come all the way down to the temple, the druids here can offer some services within within their primal magic circles, because it is technically closer. And we head back up to the swamp, and we will see you next time on Monster Interrupted, the Pathfinder Abomination Vaults podcast. Say goodnight, Mr. Valentine. Good night, everyone. We need an escape This magic weapon refused to turn the tide It breathes by all of its saints Who cares if we're a disgrace And just one shove our wizard Brawl, death, and foul and Tell me what we brawl This thing Too many limbs that sting All of us played food for its spawn Up our XP and then we'll bring New dice for the slaying A pretty mix, blue, black, and gold Rolling, rolling high Provoke me, haste me faster, dash Returning, churning, savage attack The characters so cozy, buckets of dice, you know me